the Big 12 Saturday Reaction Show for January the 27th edition of the Big 12 Experience on the Sports TV Podcast Network it is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform Ooh. for parlays, props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to make smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a beautiful way to... Uh, Bet head-to-head in U.S. space and available in 40 states. Get over there to cut.com, K-U-T-T.com, with that promo code SGPN to get 10% off today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store, 15% off everything when you use the promo code PLAYOFFS. PLAYOFFS? PLAYOFFS. (laughs) Fuck yeah, what's up, Dave? Dave's my guy. And welcome, everybody, to the Big 12 College Experience, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Well, it's Saturday night, round seven's in the books. My God, there were a lot of fucking games today. And if uh, you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And joining me to recap all of this action, a great day in the land of the Big 12. This is Big 12 at midnight. Uh, you guys know him as the green mowing, weed growing. Troy Tuning, a.k.a. the six-in champion, Big 12 guru. What is up, my friend? Uh, we survived. I mean, what a day. Holy shit. <laughs> There's so much to recap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For me, this is a long-ass day. Your boy woke up at 545 in the morning to warm up and go play 18 holes of golf. Shot one under today. This is the reason why I got my master's visor on. Very nicely played by myself. Um, But I'm blasted. I've been drinking since 645 in the morning. Uh, I'm I'm too drunk to taste this chicken, as our uh, Colonel Sanders would say. Colonel Sanders, KFC Yum Center right there, baby. Richmond, Kentucky, Eastern Eastern Kentucky University, uh, one of the best schools you'll ever visit. Um, If you want to get the drunkest in Richmond, you go to the bowling alley because that's where the uh, crack smokers in central Kentucky go to. I would drink the KFC gravy. If I had a cup of KFC gravy, I would pound it right now. There is (laughs) like... Dude, I you know what? Actually, I could do some fucking gravy for fucking KFC. You know, I loved uh, well, what what do you call it? The little it's like five? The, no, it's like this. It's like the South Park episode where Cartman's yeah. cutting up the skin and snorting the skin. Oh man, that that was me when I was twenty one, just ripping it. <laughs> Dude, I I love me some fucking KFC back in the day. Popeyes KFC, nothing like some fucking hungover Kentucky fried fucking chicken. Uh, but Troy, let's get into it. Uh, I know everybody's ready to rock and roll for the main show for the Sunday pick. So this is the Big 12 experience, the appetizer leading into uh, the college basketball experience. So make sure you stay tuned for after we get done. Let's lead it off. You and I were on the right side. Um, Houston beats K-State 74-52, and the game was not even that close. The easy cover. I should have locked this. Like, I'm pissed I didn't lock this at 14 and a half. Um, 
K-State didn't cover like the K-State wasn't covering from about five minutes in and on. I mean, this was a total ambush once again. For well, they Houston. wore those they wore those pussy ass baby purple fucking uniforms that they're never going to win a game in. There is <laughs> like if you're going to wear that bitch fucking color, you better come out and show up in the first two or three minutes or else every team's going to think you're a pushover. And whenever they've worn those uniforms, they've been pretty much pushed to the brink. Um, but again, we have to talk about how good Houston is. <laughs> and nobody wants to admit it, but at 12 to 1, at 11 to 1, after today's game, they are down to 10 to 1 now to win the NCAA title. You are missing out. If you do not take this Houston yeah. team to I win agree. the NCAA championship, you are missing out on value. I don't know if they're going to win it, but at 12 or 10 or 11 to 1, Man, you, you've got to sprinkle some on this team. Um, to be fair, also for the uh, uh, Moneyline Mac haters, the UNC team is also worth a national championship sprinkle. As much as Mac they wants are. to hate on it, as they much are. as They're Mac good. wants to hate on it. Uh, Florida State mm, plus seven at, and a half, never in doubt. <laughs> but, so I took, I, I took UNC with six, like minus six. And Jimbo took Florida State six with the with the points, and we're sitting there and we're rooting against each other. And uh, nothing's cooler than trying to watch the UNC Florida State game and me going fucking ballistic over the Kansas three pointer to <laughs> fake cover. But we'll get back to the Houston game. Um, yeah. Kansas State's a good basketball team. They're they're, they're probably going to beat all the mid-range teams in any other conference. If you were to match them up head-to-head, I bet correct. you Kansas State takes them down. Houston is the cream of the crop. They are really, really good. And this is the first game that they've ran a team out of the building. LJ Cryer had, what, seven points? Did this they're... is the first game that LJ Cryer didn't blow up and they didn't run a team out of the building. Like Most of the time, he has to score points for Houston to get anywhere above 65 man this houston team is impressive kelvin sampson is the man uh oklahoma fucked up by letting him go loser school um (laughs) we'll talk about that here in a minute loser school the way that they handled that last possession was stupid Uh, oh but back to houston the way that they play defense and the way that they run people off the three-point line is exactly what you're looking for from a college team I, I I'm with you when they're when they're making shots, man. They're the best team in America. I, I know Purdue's great. I know UConn's great. But if fucking Purdue, I sorry, if Houston's gonna make seven, eight threes, they're gonna be hard to fucking beat. Yeah, that's because it. the way they rebound and defend. If LJ Cryer and, J- and Jamal Sheeter are, uh, are are making shots, I mean they are fucking really fucking good. I I'm super impressed and. The Big 12 is going to keep fucking making them tougher and tougher. That's the thing that's probably the most underrated headline is the, the best thing to happen to them was joining the Big 12 because they're not going to be going through cruise control here over the next couple of months. So from here, Houston goes to 5-2 and two in league play. Kelvin Sampson and the boys are absolutely rolling. They go to Austin for Big Monday. Just a uh, note, if you see a big number, you lay it with Houston. Maybe not so on the road, though. They have not been the same on the road. This 
this was the one that changes everything for how they're going to play for the rest of the year. I would not be surprised to see Houston run off five or six straight league wins. And K-State has lost two in a row. They had a tough – K-State's like, please get me back to Manhattan. They had to go to Ames and Houston this week. Talk about a fucking bullshit scheduling spot. Well, as you look back right now, between Ames and Houston, those are are the two best teams in the conference right now. Like, there is not really much of a debate. Um, Although – there's another team that's in first place that we're going to talk about. Man. It's not either of those teams, but they just keep they keep finding ways to win. Uh, K State will have Oklahoma, so battle of teams coming off back to back losses. Uh, five and two for the Houston Cougars. All right, man. Let, let's get into the game that we were just talking about. So we both were on Kansas, and yesterday was three and a half. I thought Kansas would win. I I really thought this was the Bill Self pull one out of his ass spot. And honestly, the game kind of went the way I think we forecasted it. Exactly the way we forecasted it. They, but the difference was Iowa state made fucking, well, I mean, if you're going to hit step back three pointers, in the second yeah, half, if you're going to hit step back three pointers, the way that, that, that team oh is shooting, you're God. not, you're not going to beat them, <laughs> but you want to talk about, I know we gave it out on the show on Friday at three and a half. But I specifically said, first of all, I specifically said Hunter Dickinson would go higher than 17 and a half on our uh, underdog pick. But I also told everybody in the chat and everybody watching live at three and a half, I don't know if you want to pick this one, but if it gets to four and a half, you have to hammer it. Mm -hmm. So I bet it at three and a half, lost that bet. But as soon as it got to four and a half, I went double trouble. McCuller, ice cold, almost Bang. got almost got kicked out of the bar. <laughs> there were there were Iowa State fans at Walters that were looking at me like I was fucking nuts that McCuller hit a three pointer to lose by four. I was going ballistic. It was awesome. Uh, talk about a dirty, dirty back door, though. I mean, for a second, I thought the guy was going to pull up from like the free throw line for a little floater to lose by five. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. Um, Dude, let's talk about Iowa State, though, man, because they make 14 fucking threes today. That was that was outrageous. I actually thought, like I said, man, I know Kansas isn't into moral victories, but I didn't think Kansas played that bad. I actually thought Kansas answered the call today, and I thought they were ready to go. And they were, dude, the fact that they almost stole this game in Ames with Iowa State making 14 fucking threes. I thought uh, Dickinson actually was decent today. I still wish he played a little harder. He went for what, 20 and 13 20 or 20, 20 and 15. McCuller, I thought was tough. Uh, Johnny Furphy continues to get better. They don't have the depth, but man, Iowa State. The shots that fucking Gilbert was making, King was making, and then the two Joneses. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable win for this program, I would say. Because that was a game that Kansas always steals in the past, but they were too tough down the stretch and made every tough shot. And Kansas did did go through a nice push to get it back to three uh, with about a minute and ten seconds left, if I remember correctly. Uh, Pardon me if I'm wrong. I am blasted, so please forgive me. <laughs> but there was a second there where I thought Kansas might be able to win it straight up. So and, did I when they got it to two. And 
whoever it was that made the the, the little 12 foot floater that was beautiful uh I saw, you know, Dewan Harris did kind Lipsy. of shoot the ball. Lipsy did. Yeah, of course it was Taman Lipsy, fucking loser. <laughs> of course, Dewan Harris also makes a couple of floaters in this game and starts to open up like the the baseline cuts. Everything you're looking for if you're Kansas, like, oh man, our our ball handler is finally going to shoot the ball for the first time all year long. <sighs> There's something up with this Kansas team, though. Like there's there's something missing, and the they're actually I I'm more bought into them after today. I oh, was, absolutely. I, I actually is, like I I walked away more impressed with Kansas today than I did at Monday with the Cincinnati win. This is this is a game where I I'm more impressed with both teams. Oh, all right, here goes Mac. All right, chat. What's the over under on Mac coming back? We're gonna give him twenty eight seconds. No, I had God to get my damn controller. It. Fucking, fucking take me. The fucking uh, stream just started lagging off. in the background. I've been, I've been off on the Mac over under. I've missed them all. It wasn't a drink. I all the it wasn't bets. a drink. I had to get my remote because fucking ESPN Plus. I, you know, they should fucking refund my ass because their fucking product sucks fucking ass lately. And all I do is fucking refresh this fucking piece of shit service that I pay for. And I know everybody in the chat fucking agrees with me because it's fucking bullshit ass product that they make us pay for. Um, but anyway, well, other other Chad we? banged your under on the on the <laughs> being gone. But yeah. where were we? We were talking about uh, where were we? Yeah, how we? how great a lot of both Iowa State tonight. and Kansas played. To be honest. Both yeah, no, dude, I, I was impressed with both well. teams. Yeah. 100%. Like, this this really might be your uh, Big 12 tournament final. Well, you have Houston, too. That's a problem. Like, there's so many good fucking teams. See, I think Houston league. is so good that they might kind of relax in the Big 12 tournament. That could that could happen. But uh, real quick, uh, we got to get to the next game. Kansas, 16-4 and four overall, 4-3. Four and three. They got Oklahoma State this week in the fog. Oh, good luck. Um, from here, I was, I would say it's going to be a fade candidate next week after winning five out of six, they got to go to Waco, Waco, and they got to go to Austin. Um, so stay tuned there before we get into the next game. We got to talk about underdog fantasy. You can play alongside your favorite uh, teams all season long and make a little bit of cash with NFL, NBA, NHL, college hoops, college football, simply pick higher, lower on everybody's fantasy and cash in. You can win 100 times payout with some spicy uh, uh, plays today. Mr. Uh, Mister Zinn over there, um, I know you've been killing it on the underdog front. I don't think you have anything set for tomorrow. I know you oh, are. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. You, oh, shit. You're ahead oh, of I me, do. man. Oh, I do. Uh, I'm just some fucking jackass yelling at the fucking teleprompter, drinking fucking fucking. You got to you gotta go. Uh, well, Daniel. Ginger. Den- you got to get this bet in before 3.30 a.m. Eastern time because you got to go Daniil Medvedev higher than one and a half sets one and Lamar Jackson higher than half of a touchdown scored. Yeah, I like but, it. I like but, it. Hey, but, and also, by the way, we got a game in college basketball tipping off here in eight minutes. I think everybody in here should bet Hawaii minus 15 and a half. I think Hawaii is going to put it on Cal Poly. Cal Poly, short turnaround. To to Hawaii. I think we bet Hawaii here. They got embarrassed the other night. This is a bounce back, less than 48 hours. 
Yes. Let's go Hawaii. Let's go rainbows. Everybody's got, cause I know everybody's going to go over the college basketball experience after this, get a little, get a little action while you're wa- watching the show tonight for Sunday. Oh, why not just add fucking Hawaii minus 15 and a half. So get on over there. I'm seeing it right now. Bet the rainbows and let's, uh, let's have a nice fucking, uh, rainbow fucking time zone winner, baby. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a college experience and, uh, code T C E S G pin for underdog and make a long, make your picks and maybe make a little bit of cash over on underdog. And when you use a sign up promo code T C E S G P N underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 underdog fantasy promo code S G P N shout out to Cal state Northridge and shout out to loyal Marymount. They're going to come through for me in the late window here. I know this is a big 12 experience. Rob Donaldson makes a good point in the chat. Bill got teed up today, too. That changed the whole momentum of the game with the flagrant foul where uh, they they whacked Lipsy on the head, and then Bill got a tee. Like I said, I'm actually going to bet Kansas to win the Big 12 after today. I I actually saw a little bit of fight. I saw the fight that I actually wanted to see from them. I thought – Maybe Dickinson was a cancer, but I think Bill fucking put him in his place enough. By the way, I watched the pregame show, and they're talking to fucking Dickinson, and he's like, yeah, I learned you can't. I just called Juwan Howard Juwan. I I can't call Bill Self Bill here. And I go, yeah, no shit, motherfucker. This is fucking Kansas. That's William. That's why why Michigan and Juwan Howard suck ass because you got players calling him Juwan instead of fucking coach. This is Kansas, who's actually a blue blood in a historical program, call the Hall of Fame coach, coach. You're a fucking player. Uh, I, I could go off on Dickinson. He fucking, I, I he, I, never mind. I'll, th- for another show. Not a fan. Uh, not a fan of this game either, man. This, well, you cover. West, West, West Virginia drops this game 70 to 66. Better team all day. Somehow, some way fucking lose this fucking game. I just, Honestly, like the game ended, like I was just sitting there. I didn't even, I like kind of froze after the game ended. I'm like, did we really lose that game? I like, I was stunned that we lost that fucking game. That was, um, it was very clearly the, uh, the meaning of the game to Oklahoma State. If we would have known, I mean, we should have known, but the fact that they were doing this uh, commemorative game for the 10 guys. And they still don't cover. Like they get their first conference win, and they don't cover. <laughs> yeah. So man, this I, is this is your. I mean, this was the DGen game of the week. The bottom two teams is what I would say in the conference. Man, West Virginia's in trouble. Dude, we just find ways to lose. <laughs> I, I I actually walk away like I know I'm 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 talking up the teams that have lost today. Jesse Edwards looked all right. Um, they got to figure out the rotations now that they actually have a full team. Uh, Edwards was a little bit limited today, but dude, they just find ways to lose. It, it, they're, I don't know. It, well, they're back at home. They play well at home. We'll see what happens. They got Cincinnati BYU coming up, but you can't lose this game. Like you're, you're better. They're clearly better than Oklahoma State, but they oh, just, yeah. they shit that fucking game away. Why is Raekwon Battle not taking every shot in the last three or four minutes of the game? Well, he's... It doesn't matter. He's the best player on the court. He should be taking every shot. Period. Um, like, that's that's when coaching becomes the idea of don't overthink it. Give the ball to your best player 
and let him win the game. He's he's a little overrated the more and more I watch him. I like him as a talent, but he doesn't defend at all. Um, he doesn't make enough winning plays for me. He's still a good talent. There, you can definitely use him, and you can run plays for him, but he doesn't score at a high enough clip to be that bad on the defensive end, in my opinion. Uh, but, Troy, enough with West Virginia. We'll talk about West Virginia plenty here. Um, talk about your Cowboys. What do you – I mean, is there any hope? Well, I was – even they, though they won today, I was like, this team sucks. They finally get a conference win, which is kind of a win. I would say there's no hope for Oklahoma State to to not win this game by six to eight points at home. And they were like they're lucky to come out of here with a win. West Virginia oh, yeah. should have won this game one hundred percent. Yeah. And the fact that Oklahoma State wins, maybe that gives them a little bit of hope, but I I think that's false hope. I I think they're the worst team in the conference. Yeah, they're they're, they're the worst. Well, West Virginia will blow them out when they come to Morgantown. Oh yeah, Chad G saying, uh, "Let's fade them." No, West Virginia will beat Cincinnati. They'll shout beat out Chad area. G. He was on West Virginia, <laughs> and they covered. They did cover. They, they did, did cover. cover. They covered like fucking four out of the last six, I think. Now, so uh, West Virginia, like I said, they got Cincinnati on deck. Who's uh, who's Oklahoma State got next? Oh, they got Kansas, so that's the loss. So yeah, this would be a short-lived win. Yeah, they're going. They're going to the fog. If Oklahoma State wins that game, there is hope. <laughs> I'll kiss your ass if they win that game. Uh, you guys can all fucking clip that. If Oklahoma State wins in the fog, I'll kiss Troy's ass. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move along to, dude. We gotta start talking about Texas Tech. Texas Tech, this was a schedule loss. I did, I, I did not think they were going to go into Norman, get a win. Uh, they're five and one now in Big Twelve play. They got TCU on deck. Can the Red Raiders and Grant McCaslin win it in year number one? Well, Texas Tech is uh, way more athletic. Even even though we knew they would be an athletic team, they're more athletic than that, and. They can, they can run up and down the floor with anybody. The three-pointer at the end of this game makes it look a little bit closer than it really was at that 85-84. But, man, Texas Tech really might be the sleeper to win the league in the regular yeah, season. They are. They, they defend. They, they play together. McCaslin's a good coach. Uh, Tucson's playing well. Pop Isaac's. They've uh, they've already won road games. They've already won in Norman. They've won in Austin. Their only loss is at Houston. Um, but dude, let's, let's talk about the Sooners. Sooners have lost three in a row, or sorry, two in a row, two in a row at home. And now they got to go to K State and UCF. What are your thoughts on your Sooners, man? I think they're a little fool's gold. Like Agreed. I think I think they're a top twenty-five team, but I think that they're at that like twenty-three mark. Maybe, maybe even like twenty six or twenty seven, kind of fighting for that number twenty five spot. But that's only because they play in the Big Twelve. I, I think if they were to play in another conference, they would be one of the top teams in any other conference. Yeah. And I don't know, Porter Moser just it it just seems like too difficult of a conference. 
for him to coach in and have any kind of success. Well, good news for him. He's going to the SEC next year, so he can get the fuck out of this conference. He can't wait to get the fuck out. He can't. I know. Dude, he, he, I'm with you, man. He sucks in the Big 12. Every year, Oklahoma comes in with a nice little fucking cute record, and they can't win. They're, they're not tough enough to win. He he just can't he can't figure out how to win games in the Big 12 at a consistent basis. They're three and four. They were basically undefeated coming into the league. Kind of speaks on how good this fucking league is. Um, but yeah, from here they go to K State. They're three and four. Texas Tech is five and one. Like I said, they go to TCU. Kind of feels like a nice spot for TCU. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that. That's Tuesday's game, January the 30th. Uh, but first we got to talk about cut a peer-to-peer. Social betting platform for U.S. based in 40 states. That's head over to cut.com, K-U-T-T.com, promo code SGBN to get 10% off your bonus today. You can also get over to Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. Uh, craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Uh, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets or visit HOFBets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 15% off everything in the store now in the end of the month. Promo code playoffs. We're competing against all the other shows. And, dude, come on. I mean, look at this fucking shirt I got on right now. It's pretty fucking nice. I mean, I got I got multiple colors of this. We all know what is the best fucking show on this uh, this uh, sports gambling podcast company. That's a college experience, not even close. A lot of good shows, but you know everybody's battling for second, and if you ain't first, you're fucking last. So I want to win the goddamn thing, and I'm not in fucking moral victories like the fucking Mountaineers right now. So get on over there, fucking support the college experience, and let's go. Uh. The juice making a good point, man. Uh, Oklahoma, I thought we were going to be on the right side of this. They did collapse down the stretch. Uh, them and the Mountaineers fucking side by side. I just wanted to fucking smash my fucking dick in a waffle iron during that fucking West Virginia fucking collapse. So that it, it just fucking shit fucking ending. All right. Let's go over to this game right here. Cougs, baby. All day. Smash. Easy. Easy. They made fucking all the they made all their fucking threes, baby. Uh, BYU gets it done at home in Provo. Uh, Texas was coming in hot. You know, you knew BYU was going to get up for this one. We said BYU was going to make some shots. BYU makes what? Uh, they only made seven threes. I felt like every time I looked up, they were making threes. Um, but from two points today, they went 25 of 33, uh, 13 and 15 from the foul line. The Cougs get a much needed win at home. They had been stumbling recently, uh, losing to Houston, losing to Texas Tech. Get back in the win column, three and four. They got a week off, then they go to Morgantown. That's a loss. Um, but, but yeah, good win for the Cougs. <laughs> Cougs ain't winning to Morgantown, man. I'm going to be at that game. Every time I go to the games in Big 12 play, we win. Now, the, the way that Ali Khalifa distributes the ball from the high post, pretty good. I mean – I know he's a good scorer down low in the post, but as a passer from the high post, might be better. Uh, this BYU team is – they're going to be a, a, a prime upset pick in the NCAA tournament. I like BYU, man. And if you're not, if you're not fucking – 
if you're not familiar with their style of play, it's it's it's, it's unique, man. They just the way they space you out, make shots. Uh, they're they're old, obviously. They're fucking Mormons. So um, with, with Johnson, with Robinson, Hall, Waterman, Nell, Nell makes every fucking shot if he's open, unless he's got to beat uh, Houston with the game winner. Um, what do you think of Texas, man? I didn't think Texas actually played that bad. It was just a schedule loss. I thought this was a tough spot for them today. I think Texas I, is actually getting better. I still think Texas is uh, like a solid tournament team, too. Like, How many tournaments the wins, have you got? 11 right I now. I think we have 11, too. I think uh, Baylor is starting – I was going to say, I think Baylor is starting to push towards the – are they really going to be like a top five seed in the NCAA tournament? Or is, is Baylor going to get in as like a six? Yeah. This league is so much fun. This league is so much fun. Other than, other than just like, I just this have to take crack. it up. I just, with West Virginia, I guess, and Oklahoma State, we just take it up the ass every game because these teams are so fucking good. Um, but yeah, I mean. These, I, I agree with you. I think Texas is a tournament team. The more and more I watch them, and I hate Texas, but Max A. Smith feels like he's playing more comfortable with Tyrese Hunter, uh, Dylan Mitchell, Dylan DeSue. I think they're getting better. I, I They're talented, and I don't think Roddy Terry's that good a coach, but they just have enough pieces where I think they can get to the dance and go 9-9 nine and nine in league play gets Texas to the dance. And – They've got enough experienced guys on the team that they will be a threat in the NCAA tournament, no matter who they're playing. There's a chance that Max Aismas goes off for, you know, 28 points in a game in the NCAA tournament. Kind of the Steph Curry. Like, you can't you can't guard a guy that can shoot that far away from the hoop. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say to you? If Texas, I know this is going to be a tall task on Monday night against Houston. If Texas beats Houston on Monday night, they basically have punched their. I mean, obviously you can't lose every game, but Texas, if they are able to get Houston in Austin Monday night on Big Monday, they'll probably be like a six point dog. I, I mean, Houston turned the right to lay points wherever the fuck they're playing, but if they win that game they basically have set themselves up in a position with the Baylor win, with the Oklahoma win, and potentially the Houston win over the last 10 days where they're all they got to do is go 500 in league play and, and they're dancing. And, and that would be that, I mean, that would be bid number 11 and, and, and Julio's laughing, but fucking Houston's one and two on the road in this league guys. Houston's not a Houston. Like I said, I think they're arguably the best team in the country. But they have not been good on the road in this league. They they, they have struggled uh, on the road this league. So I actually think Texas has a shot to beat them on Monday. Uh, because when you hit the road in college basketball, you fucking lose. Is what we found out over the last couple weeks. All right. I'll tell you who didn't lose on the road today. How about those fucking frogs? What a fucking gritty, grindy fucking win. Baylor Bears have lost three in a row. Troy, you are a Baylor Bear, Baylor Bear fan. This was a uh, this was a bad loss, honestly, in my opinion. You had a week off. You had time to fix shit after Texas. Uh, you need to you need to win this game, and you had and they had a halftime lead. They had a seven point lead. They had a nine point lead. But you give fucking TCU credit. Back to back years, they've won in Waco. Now TCU's an NCAA tournament team too. 
That seems to be getting better and better. They'll be nine to nine. Let's go. <sighs> Baylor should have won this game. Yes. They should TCU have. TCU just played like a more tested team. And they've been in closer games and they've come out on top so far. Didn't really surprise me after this went to overtime that TCU came out on top, but at what point in time are you going to tell Jacoby Bryant that you're the guy, you've got to go get the basketball and you've got to score the ball in, you know, clutch positions. You can depend on Ray J Dennis as much as you want, but when it comes to offensive prowess, it's got to be Jacoby Walter, and he's yeah. got to accept the fact that – They're old, man. Yeah, but, I mean, even if he's the young guy, you've got to let him score the ball. Like, he's got to be the one that goes and gets the ball and scores. And I don't know. It, it seems They're like – They're soft. I, dude, I, the more and more I watch Baylor, man, and it's – and I'm not just saying this because Jalen Bridges transferred from West Virginia. But ever since they went to Bridges at the four from Mark Vidal, they've become more of a finesse team. That's the hardcore truth. I know some people don't fucking like to hear that, but they don't they don't guard the way they used to guard. They're out of the top fifty in defense again. Last year, that was their downfall. This year, they're they're they can fucking score as much as anybody, but they don't fucking get stops like they used to. They won the national championship with Mitchell Butler and those guards because they fucking defended. Yeah, they don't they, guard anymore. They ran people off the three-point line, and they're not they're not doing that now. Yeah. They're letting yeah. teams get, you know, pure open looks from three. The way that kids play basketball, starting at, you know, age 8, 9, 10, if you get that open look, you're shooting it. And if you're not going to run the guy off the three-point line or at least kind of contest it, most dudes are going to shoot 50% from the three-point line if they're wide open. What made Baylor good is the fact that they would, you know, switch on defense and then rotate really, really well. Yeah. Well, they do the they do the switch part okay, but there is no additional rotations with everybody covering the next man. I don't know. The the Baylor team scares me right now. There's a chance that they They may just suck. Not not suck. Yeah, well but compared they, they may... compared to what we think they are, they might Correct. be way lower than that. Correct. Like Correct. They, they 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 could Potentially be around a 64 exit, like you're talking about, a 6-7 seed where yeah. they lose to a 10 or 11 seed. That's 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 the 100%. floor for Baylor. And, and honestly, that speaks to Scott Drew and what he's built this program to be that. That's the floor. Well, it's they, not, they, used, they used to be the 10 seed that would beat the 6 seed because they played harder. And now yeah. the roles have been reversed, and they're not playing as hard as they were especially on the defensive side. And you can see, I mean, it it's a triple overtime game, but both teams getting to 100 in a triple overtime game, that's not Baylor basketball. Like what makes Baylor good is the fact that they rotate and they play defense. And I don't know, there, there just must be a disconnect between Scott Drew and the players because there is – no commitment on the defensive side of the ball and they go get none and Ray J Dennis that are supposed to be, you know, pretty good on ball defenders and they don't look like it. Like they're not, 
doing anything to get through screens. They're not doing anything to prepare themselves to either get in front or go behind the screen or anything like that. They just kind of lazily switch and then get put in a, a, a mismatch and get taken advantage of. Troy, let me ask you this. So you're talking about how they've gotten soft over the last couple of seasons. Who left the program two years ago on the coaching front? Tanger. Tang. I. The more and more I watch him, ever since Jerome Tang left, Jerome Tang was the defensive guy on that staff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, in my opinion, that's what I fucking think. That once Tang left, they haven't been the same. Like I Maybe know even McCaslin. McCaslin. McCaslin, they were real, uh, agreed. Obviously, McCaslin's in first place in this league right now. But Tang was kind of the last straw because they lost McCaslin. They lost Mills, who's now the coach at Wichita. That was at Oral Roberts. And now they lost Tang. They also just don't – they don't have the same – they don't have the toughness, man. So, uh, TCU, man, TCU's getting better. And, and, and Coach P in the chat, uh, Joel, making a good point uh, about TCU. They're old. They're fucking old. I, I like this. I like this team. I like Jamie Dixon. Fucking Pitt's the dumbest fucking sons of bitches where they acted like it was they were going to be better off without Jamie Dixon. Jamie Dixon was a freaking model of consistency for that program, and he's doing the exact same thing he did at Pitt with TCU. They're going to be in the tournament. Yeah, they may not get to a Final Four, but they're going to be in the round of 32. If they can knock down the door, they could be in the Sweet 16. Athletic, play hard. Nelson Miller and, and I like and, and anybody with that little amount of hair that uses like four pumps of hair gel to slick it back, yeah. you gotta trust. You gotta trust a coach like that. That, that guy means business. That guy is weird. That guy he can coach some basketball, well, but Jamie Dixon is one of the weirdest for Fort Worth fucking like, motherfuckers it, ever. <laughs> it makes so much sense for him to be in Fort Worth. Yeah, he's oh, a good coach, though. I, it's like the know. opposite of having, like, uh, Porter Moser or Mike Boynton. Like, having him in Fort Worth is the ultimate match. Him on that fucking rubber court. That fits right. Uh, all right, final game in the slate. Honestly, if you had Cincinnati, you got lucky as fuck tonight because UCF was the right side. They had a double-digit halftime lead. I keep being impressed with UCF. They play hard. They're athletic. Cincinnati, grit and grind. Give them credit here. Find a way. By the way, what the fuck's up with? Uh, I saw some reports out there that UCF's flying commercial to these games. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that about? You guys are in the Big Twelve. This isn't the American or the MAC. You freaking pony up and get on that private jet and then come on, give your team a chance to win. This is ridiculous. Every team flies pri- private in, in the Power Five. What's that about? I guess they don't respect Johnny Dawkins as much as Gus Malzahn. Because oh. the <laughs> the football team doesn't fly public. So maybe it's maybe it has something to do with the athletic director or the, the school funding or something like that. But yeah, if you're playing in the Big 12, you can't be fucking flying commercial. Especially with the crowds they're getting at down there at the bounce, that place has been rocking for those home games. Um, but hey, man, let's, let's talk about these Bearcats. Bearcats, I mean, I, I know I know they're going to take a loss this this upcoming week. That's just the matter of the fact because it's going to be the Bob Huggins Bowl in Morgantown. Uh, they're three and four in league play. 
Um, I think they're a bubble team. I think they can be on the right side if they can be around eight or nine wins. Uh, I like Cincinnati. I like this team. Athletic. They got good size. I, I thought they were impressive at the fog. What's your thoughts on this, man? Is this one of the 11? Yeah, I think this is not. Them and Texas are 10 and 11, in my opinion. There's a chance they get 12, then. No, I'm saying UCF's out, and then West Virginia and Oklahoma State are out. What I'm saying is there's a chance that this UCF team makes the tournament. There's a chance that we get 12 or 14. Where are we, uh, where are we at net-wise with Cincinnati? I think they, they don't have the wins, though. And they and they have bad losses. Cincinnati doesn't have a bad loss. Cincinnati's worst loss is Xavier, which is not a bad loss. On no, the I, I, I think Cincinnati's clear in terms of uh, NCAA tournament picks, but I think UCF is going to be on the bubble. I think so too. If they can, if they can start rattling off some games, they are sixty-seven in the net, so that's if right they, around. If they can all- win a couple of uh, Big Twelve games, especially like maybe one or two more road games. Here you go. You got Baylor and Oklahoma at home at the bounce house this week. You get both those, you're on the fucking know. bubble. Do yeah. know. If you're if you get both those, bounce you're house. on the bubble. Meth, I'm with you. Uh, bath salts, meth heads. So hey, real quick, let's do it. Uh, UCF three and four, Cincinnati three and four. That kind of sum it up here through seven rounds slash six rounds because we've had some buys. Texas Tech five and one. Houston five and two, Iowa State five and two, Kansas, TCU, K State four and three, Baylor, the only three and three team, BYU, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Texas, UCF at three and four, and then West Virginia fucking uh, two and five, Oklahoma one and six. So let's let's talk NCAA since since we're talking about that right now. Um, let's go. So Texas Tech, Texas Tech's in. Houston's it. Houston's in. Iowa State's in. Kansas is in. Baylor's in. I know we're talking Baylor. The 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 sky's falling in Waco. They're still going to be in. I think TCU's in. K State is the one. They still have a little bit of work to do because they don't have the non-con. Oklahoma's going to be in because they ran the table in the non-con. BYU's going to be in because their fucking computer metrics are off the charts. So the bubble teams we're looking at as of right now, K State even though they're probably on the strong side of the bubble, Cincinnati, Texas, Texas. and then UCF. And then when West, West Virginia wins out, uh, they're going to, they're going to be on the right side looking in. So uh, I'm with, I'm with you. I, I don't think they're going to get 12 in. I wish we could get 12 in Troy. I tried to push for all 10 last year, but uh, they put all those fucking soft ass ACC. I think, I think three of those four teams second. get in. Like, I think, I think three of those four get in. I think one with 10. I think we're going to end up with 10. Probably. Because somebody's got to lose the games. That's the problem. I don't know. The way the the cannibalism in the conference is going to hurt, but it might help. There there is a chance that we get the the college football SEC uh, quality losses that keep teams in. I would have liked to see some more non-con from a few of these schools, but 
Man, I really think UCF is a tournament team. Like right now, watching them play basketball, I think they're a tournament basketball team. But the resume, the resume needs some work, though. Of I course, agree with you. I like, the I, I like them. the way that they're playing basketball. They're a tournament basketball team right now. I I agree. They would be a top four team in the ACC. I say that about everybody. I think if West Virginia was in the ACC right now, they'd be in the top five. Uh, Oklahoma State, maybe maybe not so much. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think Oklahoma State's on the outside looking in by a lot. <laughs> well, what West Virginia's right there. They basically have identical resumes other than Oklahoma State's actually had their whole team the entire year. Uh, that's the only really downside with Oklahoma State. But West Virginia is trending that way, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you got everybody projected between 8 and 12 wins in, in, in this league outside of Houston and then West Virginia and Oklahoma State. So it's going to be a gauntlet here in the second half as we head into February. Uh, that'll do it for the Big 12 experience. Uh, looking ahead, I'm trying to pull up the schedule here. What do we have for the Big 12? We got Big Monday. We talked about that. We got the Texas Longhorns are going to be headed – or sorry, the Houston Cougars are going to be headed to Austin for the one time they're going to get a crack at them. Looking forward to that one. On Tuesday night, we, we got – Texas Tech, TCU, we got Kansas, Oklahoma State, we got K-State, Oklahoma, we also got, um, on Wednesday, we got West Virginia, Cincinnati, and then we got UCF on Baylor, so we got to break down one game on Monday, three on Tuesday, two on Wednesday. Troy, it's been fun, man. A um, lot, lot of opportunities for these teams. I mean, we're just getting started on the Big 12. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this league shakes out over the next five, six weeks as we head into Selection Sunday and the road to Kansas City at the Sprint Center. It's, I mean, it's going to be on crack. All the teams you think are going to win are going to lose. All the teams you think are going to lose are going to win. It's, it's got to be the hardest league to pick. But I, I do think they hit the 11. I think they hit the 11 marker. I hope teams. you're right. I hope you're right. It's it's deserving of 11. So I hope you're right. Uh, he's at Troy Tuning. I'm at Moneyline underscore Mac. You'll find us both over at the College Basketball Experience here in seven minutes. Uh, fucking the Rainbows better start fucking scoring some goddamn points. They're fucking tied 9-9 with the Cal Poly Mustangs who are god-awful. So get over there. Let's go, Rainbows. Been a, been a good day so far. Uh... And we're out of here, man. Anything else before we get out? Uh, no golf tomorrow. No golf. Bad, yeah, bad weather. Rain, final rain. final round today. Um, did hit the sweet like thirty five to one four man top twenty parlay, which was nice. Uh, cap somehow sneak a point out on the road in Dallas, uh, but. Yeah, not much going on tomorrow. Hopefully, Lamar saves us all. <laughs> Good luck. I'm not holding my breath. I've been save fucking burned. I've been burned by hear these me, Lamar. Save fucking, us. I've been burned by these Swifties and Mahomes enough fucking this year. So, all right, guys, we'll see you over at the College Basketball Experience. I'm Moneyline Mac. He's Troy Chitty. We'll see you Monday. And let's get out of here. Let it ride. We are out of here.